0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, April 6th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Purdue vote set. GOP panel acting on USTR. Will Trump have a beef with China and FDA pick positive on labeling delay? Sonny Purdue will have to wait until after the Senate's upcoming two-week recess to take over as Secretary of Agriculture. The Senate agreed late yesterday to a vote on the afternoon of April 24th after Democrats refused to allow action this week on Purdue's nomination. Senate Democratic aid defended the delay by saying that there were, quote, real concerns about Purdue that merited waiting until after the recess for a vote. But Democrats are also burning floor time, so the Senate can't act on resolutions that nullify regulations issued by the outgoing Obama administration. President Trump has already signed 11 such resolutions into law. USTR nomination set to move. The Senate Finance Committee is set this morning to vote out the nomination of Bob Lighthizer to be U.S. Trade Representative. Lighthizer's nomination has been held up because of insistence by Democrats that he needs a waiver to serve at USTR due to his work for some foreign clients in the 1980s and early 1990s. Senate Finance Chairman Orrin Hatch of Utah says Lighthizer has waited long enough. Hatch said we cannot afford to have this crucial position void of leadership any longer. Trump and Xi meet in Florida. President Trump and Chinese President Xi Jinping today began their first of two days of meetings at Mar-a-Lago. As we reported yesterday, the White House has been playing down expectations for the meeting. But 39 senators have signed a letter to Trump urging him to push Xi to reopen the Chinese market to U.S. beef. The senators wrote opening this market to U.S. producers would create substantial opportunities for farmers and ranchers across the country. They noted that China is the second largest importer of beef in the world. FDA nominee friendly to delay nutrition rule. President Trump's nominee to head the FDA, Scott Godlieb, has all but endorsed the idea of delaying a deadline for food companies to make changes in nutrition labeling. The food industry wants FDA to push back the labeling deadline from July 2018 to 2021 to line up with GMO disclosure requirements due to come out from USDA. At a Senate confirmation hearing yesterday, Gottlieb told Senator Pat Roberts of Kansas that labeling changes should be done as efficiently as possible to avoid imposing undue costs on the industry. It creates confusion for consumers if food labels are constantly changing, Gottlieb said. Consumer advocates say the delay is unwarranted. Leave the interest deduction alone. House Republican leaders are getting a loud and clear message from agriculture when it comes to tax reform. Make sure that farmers can continue deducting interest expenses and use the cash basis method of accounting. A House GOP tax reform plan would do away with the exemption for interest expenses. At the same time, the plan would exclude land purchases from a provision allowing full expensing of capital investment. Accountants and other tax specialists told the House Agriculture Committee yesterday that disallowing interest deductions is unfair to farmers, who usually have no way to raise capital except to borrow money. Pat Wolf, who analyzes tax policy for the American Farm Bureau Federation, said the GOP proposal would, quote, make borrowing money harder and more expensive. She also warned that even if Congress cuts tax rates, farmers could wind up with a bigger tax bill overall because of other changes in the tax code. Committee member Steve King of Iowa said that ending the interest deduction was a harebrained idea. Representative Bob Gibbs of Ohio said it was ludicrous. The House tax reform plan wouldn't affect cash accounting, but the committee was warned that option could surface at some point because it would raise revenue necessary to pay for cutting tax rates. Without cash accounting, farmers would be forced to pay taxes on income before they actually had received it committee was told yesterday. Farm groups urge appropriators to spare programs. Farm groups are trying to protect spending on conservation and food aid programs as lawmakers negotiate a deal to fund the government for the rest of the fiscal year. Appropriators frequently cut conservation programs in order to fund other programs. But a letter signed by more than 200 ag, wildlife, and conservation groups raises concerns that making such cuts now would carry over into the next farm bill. A second letter signed by farm organizations, anti-hunger groups, and shipping interests urges negotiators to maintain existing funding levels for the Food for Peace and McGovern-Dole food aid programs. President Trump proposed to eliminate McGovern-Dole and to slash spending for Food for Peace. A third letter to appropriators seeks to maintain funding for inland waterways. Veggie incentives have mixed impact on low-income consumers. A USDA study of what it takes to get food stamp recipients to buy more fruits and vegetables shows just how tricky this issue can be as lawmakers prepare to write the next farm bill. USDA economists evaluated three types of incentives, bonuses, rebates, and cash vouchers. A bonus or rebate essentially reduces the cost of fruits and vegetables that people are buying with their benefits. Vouchers allow fruits and vegetables to be purchased at no cost, up to the dollar limit of the voucher. The study found that the voucher would work best with food stamp recipients who are buying little or no fruits and vegetables now. The rebate or bonus would have more impact on consumers who are already purchasing some fruits and vegetables. Here's today's She Said It. It's a cloud hanging over our industry that we don't need. That's Pat Wolf of the American Farm Bureau Federation on why the estate tax should be repealed. Although most farms are exempt, the tax can unfairly hit families in areas where land prices are high. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, April 6th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by Dairy Management Incorporated.